am life and leadership coach, Tara Keach, and this is the Diary of an Inspired Leaders podcast. This is where you get to see inside the brain of a coach and leader as I navigate burnout recovery, growth, goals, life, love, and all of the in-betweens. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to talk about a continuation of what we started last week, which is the protocol for how to coach yourself and conduct yourself and lead even when you're having a super bad day. In the last episode, we talked about the things that you can do internally to shift your focus and to, when you're ready, honor where you're at and pivot. Today, I want to give you some really tactical and practical tips and thoughts that you can use when you're having a really crummy day, but you still have to interact with other people (laughs) because it's often the rub, isn't it? Whether or not your day was caused by those other people or just other people in general, interacting with others when you're feeling depleted or low or grumpy or uncomfortable or brokenhearted or sad can be especially stressful. And you know this, And you know, and you don't want it to impact other people, but you know that it can. So I want to share with you really three simple things you can do in those communications. And then I want to talk about what it looks like to reach out to others and be open and receptive to receiving help, because sometimes that can be the hardest part, feeling like it's safe to do so, feeling like you want to, feeling like it's worth it especially when you're in a bad mood, getting to that place can be hard. So let's talk about when it's right and how to go about it. All right. When it comes to talking with other people, I want you to think about concepts that we've talked about briefly in the podcast before, but really focuses you on the essentials. Because the last thing that you want to do in a bad mood is give over-the-top information over explain things, be hyper negative or confuse people or confound them or drag them down with you. So the concept that we've talked about before is a concept that comes from agile project management, again, from corporate consulting days. It's a term called MVP. It doesn't mean most valuable player, although it kind of does. (laughs) It stands for minimum viable product. So I want you to think about as you're like having to deal with others, what is the minimum viable product for your interaction? What is like the bare minimum that you need from them or that you need to give to them? Really digging into what's essential and letting everything else either be paused. If it's a meeting, maybe you can cancel or reschedule or opt out. This does a couple things. It relieves the burden that you feel to perform or have to like fake it or turn on the charm and like suffer through it or white knuckle through a really hard time. Okay. It lets you be super clear on what you need and it gives you permission. It lets you give yourself permission and it lets you give the other person permission to only focus on what is truly, truly, truly essential. Sometimes that question can be hard to answer, can't it? How do you know the difference between essential versus necessary? And where's the line? Sometimes the line between nice to have and need to have can be kind of fuzzy. So 
just give yourself permission to make it as minimum, minimal and constrained as possible and know that you can likely come back and revisit it or add to it or expound on it when you're feeling a little bit less funky. This also helps you prepare for the second thing I want you to think about. When you're using words, when you're interacting in an email or in person or in text, the more simple and clear you can give your instructions or your expectations, the easier it is. Now, human brains love clarity. They love really clear direction. The easier you can make it for their brain to understand and decipher and decode what you really want and what you mean, the more likely it is that you're going to get what you really want. Now, this is good advice for any old day, but especially on a day that's not so great. Because this allows you to conserve some of that energy. You do require a little bit of extra thought sometimes, but if you can go through that extra thought process and be intentional about the words you use or the asks you make, it will, I guarantee, save you time on the back end by not having to repeat yourself, not having to ask them to do rework, not having to apologize or correct. This is definitely worth the investment and it's probably not even as much of an investment as you're afraid that it might be. So give it a try, get super crystal clear and limit those interactions by giving it a little bit of forethought. All right, so you're only talking about the essentials, that MVP. What you are talking about, you're making it super crystal clear and as simple and streamlined as possible. And then the third thing, and I'm talking to you if if you know that this is you, if you are someone whose mood is contagious, okay, I am one of these people. I love it. It's a superpower, but it's also super risky for me to have a bad mood or be bitter at someone else because I know that if I interact in that energy, that that mood is contagious. It makes it fun when I'm happy and I wanted to go to like a group happy hour or sharing fun stories. But Lord help you if you are in the room and I am not clean in my thinking if I'm having a really bad day. If I'm mad at someone, I can like get a gang rallied up and on my side faster than, I don't know, coronavirus spreads. (laughs) That's a terrible and gruesome analogy. I'm sorry for it. But you know this about yourself. If this is you, if I'm talking to you and you're like, yes, I know that I have this. It is especially important for you to be intentional about your messages. Okay, so here you are. I want you to imagine yourself in this bad day. You're feeling it. You know it. And you recognize it enough to know that you don't want to spread it necessarily. So here's how I want you to do (laughs) your communications so that you don't contaminate others with this stinky thinking or (laughs) this really funky mood. Okay, I want you to make a gratitude sandwich. I want you in your communications, which again, you've limited to just the minimum, minimum viable product, only the essentials. You're going to be super crystal clear about it, but I want you to sandwich it with gratitude. 
And it's a simple gratitude. You don't have to be effusive. You don't have to layer it on or brown nose your way here. You can just be like, thank you for your time. I need you to do X, Y, Z. And I really appreciate that you're going to help me take care of that today. Boom. Super simple. I would encourage you to also make sure that they understand you. So maybe ask them to echo back what you said or confirm what they're going to do next so that everyone's crystal clear. But a gratitude sandwich can help you. (laughs) I'm going to keep on with the coronavirus analogy. It can help you inoculate them from like also catching your bad mood. Now, I don't want you to do anything fake or sleazy. I don't want you to lie or try to stretch into gratitude. If this isn't authentic for you, you can leave this one behind. But if you can get to the place where you can sandwich your asks and your communications with gratitude, simple, short and sweet gratitude can help, first of all, your mindset. And this is behind the scenes what's happening. If you're doing this, your mind is in that gratitude energy even for just a moment. And that helps you communicate what you do need to relate to them with that undercurrent of that slightly more neutral energy. Okay, that's why it's essential that you're not faking this gratitude. If you fake the gratitude, then your communications will come off a little sleazy, maybe a little salesy, maybe a little, a little inauthentic. So if you feel it, if it's true, and you can keep it short and sweet, Using a gratitude sandwich with your communications can help protect others from, from catching your bad mood. All right, here's what I want you to do next. And this is really, I was going to make this like the fourth thing to consider, but it really is this whole separate topic. And it's one of the hardest things for me personally to do is to share with others when I'm in a bad mood or ask for help or honestly just talk about it. This may be one of the one of the things that really made coaching feel safe and fulfilling to me is because it had been hard for me to feel like I could open up and candidly share about the bad days, about the things that were hard. And so I've been unpacking that and I've been working to grow into this in recent chapters of my life. And here's why it's felt hard for me to share. It's here. Here's why I know for some of you that it also feels hard to phone a friend on a bad day. It's because you don't want to burden them. These people who you love, who you've been a rock for, you don't want to add to their plate, right? You know, they've been through a lot. Who are you to like add to that pain or add to that like drain? You don't want to be a drain on them. It can also be tricky, depending on like what's going on, to feel like anybody would understand. And not just assuming that they're not human and wouldn't have empathy for you, but maybe it's coming from a really complex place. Maybe there's politics. Maybe there's relationship history. Maybe there's weird technology cons- constraints that are like amplifying your bad day. If that's your situation, I know that your brain is giving you a risk. It's setting off a flag that it's risky to try to share with other people because you wouldn't be understood. That in and of itself is an important thought to watch. So here's another one. 
if you're having a bad day, maybe part of your thoughts, part of those automatic thoughts could be telling you that you're a failure or that you failed somehow. If that's the case, there's no way that you would want to intentionally amplify that failure, risk other people seeing you as a failure or having failed or share it And worst case scenario, someone agrees with you that you failed and you messed up, that's going to feel even worse. So if any of those thoughts or or types of those thoughts are true for you, I just want to show you and give you grace that like, of course, it's going to feel really hard to phone a friend. It's going to feel really hard to be vulnerable if those are the thoughts that are true for you. So here are some of the questions that I've, I've been coached on, I've, I've coached myself through that have helped me be more open with people that I love. And the really first thing I want to ask you for you to answer for yourself is what would be different if you had someone you could talk to where you felt safe and received and not judged? And if that is something that you want I want you to consider if it's worth the intentional discomfort that it would take for you to open up and share. Because at the end of the day, it is sort of a trade-off and it can be that simple. Because you deserve to remember that you're having a human experience. And sharing what you're going through with someone else who you love or who you respect or who you trust or who's safe for you, can help you remember that being human, these negative bad days are part of it. The other thing that you can see is that you are surrounded by support and resources. Even if it's feeling hard to share, even if you feel like you don't have anyone who could understand you, You can think about all the resources in your life that are right there at your disposal. You can think about things that are physical and emotional and spiritual and experiential knowledge that you have. All of these resources are there for you. And talking about them with anyone else who feels safe for you can help you remember that which is automatically going to get you some relief and some clarity and ready to make whatever next step is the right next step for you. You are not alone. When you're able to share your bad days with other people, they help you literally and subliminally remember that too. And then like the last benefit to really sharing with someone else is that they can help you. Tactically, they can help you troubleshoot and problem solve and think outside of the box. Emotionally, they can show you love and support. And here's one of the things that's also magical is when you share what's going on with someone else. In my life, when I've done this, more often than not, that person shares with me a slightly different perspective, a new thought that helps me see what's going on in a different light that sort of like opens my eyes. Have you guys ever had that where someone says something back to you in a way that's 
slightly different and it feels like the whole world has shifted. You are one thought away from the change that you want and that you need to make to create whatever that intentional outcome is in your life. All right. So the next time you find yourself having a really bad day, you do the internal thought work and you come out and you're ready to interact with other people, you're going to keep it to the essentials only, that MVP. You're going to be as simple and as clear as you can be in all the words that you use. And to protect them from the bad mood, you're going to use the gratitude sandwich. Then you're going to phone a friend. And I want to share with you, and I'm going to give thanks to a friend of mine who was there for me on a very bad day not that long ago. Tracy, if you're listening, I appreciate you. It was a day where I just couldn't seem to make any progress. It was a day after chapters where it felt like one step forward and two steps back. So in that bad day, in that bad mood, in those automatic thoughts, felt like I was further behind than I had ever been. And I thought and saw evidence for my beautiful brain was seeing evidence for how I had continually failed in things that I thought I was really very good at. And I messaged my friend and I said, I am on the edge. This is a bad day. And we talked immediately and I cried and I shared with her and I even did the coachy thing. It's like, I know these thoughts aren't rational. (laughs) I know these are automatic thoughts and I know that this will pass, but I just feel really stuck. And in the process of being willing to be vulnerable with her, she reflected back to me her perceptions, beliefs about myself and about this work that I had shared with her. So she continued to hold belief for me, even when my belief was flagging. She was able to reflect and be a mirror back to me of what I really, truly believe and intentionally believe. And she was an exceptional thought partner to help me get to clarity and next steps that were needed. And since then, she's been an accountability partner for me to just check in with me. And this is a reciprocal friendship. These are conversations that I've shared with her and she's shared with me. And I want to give you this encouragement too. And this is part of my marriage, actually. It's like, allow me the privilege of being there for you when things are hard. So when you think about your friends or your loved ones who you might would pick up the phone, but you're feeling intimidated or inhibited from picking up the phone and talking to them, do you want them to give you the privilege of listening to them when things are hard? And if so, then the chances are really good that they would also want you to give them the privilege of getting to be their friend too. With that, your bad day protocol is complete. We've covered the internal and the external work. I would love to know what you think about this. And I want you to know bad days are normal. They're a completely human experience. You are not alone. You are surrounded by resources and opportunities and your thoughts that can help you create whatever it is that you want next. 
All right. It was a long episode today, but I hope it was helpful for you. I hope it's going to continue to be a reference for you. Feel free to share it with a friend. Let me know what you think, and I'll see you next week on the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you have got to join me in the Leaders Coaching Mentorship. This is where you get to receive coaching, mentoring, and you can learn the skills you need to live your most inspired life and love leading others. Join us today at theleaderscoachingmentorship.com. 